0: And welcome to the Level Up Podcast. This is Tommy, and today I'm doing things a little bit different. This podcast used to be about passion, and I used to think that was the key to finding, like, to finding a satisfying career was following your passion. But some things have changed, and I, I realize it's not really. And so today I have a special person that came into the, my life because of a previous guy I had on named Gil. Bergman and he was just a fantastic guy and he told me Tommy my friend George West you've got to meet him he texted me in a bunch of caps and he's like he's the next Tony Robbins super brilliant you gotta have him on you gotta meet this guy oh am like wow okay I gotta meet him
1: <laughs> Awaken the Giant Within I think it was one of Tony Robbins books um I'm definitely not a giant for sure but not, something not, woke maybe up not height-wise. <laughs> yeah right exactly yeah so vertically challenged <laughs>
0: So, George is 46 years old, and you can just tell by the way he carries himself and talks to people that he feels good about himself. And um, in in getting to talk with him, he's got a really interesting career, and he's had a really interesting journey to get into that career. So, what we thought we'd do today to be helpful for you is we we go through a few questions about career and passion, Mm -hmm. and then we're going to jump right into George's story. Um, And then, finally, we'll end by having a little taste of what George's field is like. So if you're if if this seems like an interesting field for you, at least you'll have a taste of it. Um, so it should give you perspective on life. Yeah. So anyways, so to start off, I think the first question that would be good to ask is, what do you think about passion, and do you believe that following your passion is the key to finding a uh, fulfilling career?
1: Well, um the way that I look at passion is, uh, you know, definitely something that you enjoy and that you love to do. But as far as a career, you know, sometimes uh, we can you know, miscue passion um, for success in something um, that would be a career where I look at passion as something that you love, you enjoy, just like, you know, camping, it could be a passion, but it may not be a career and may not be something that you we'll find success in and in, in the financial world where, you know, in the Bay area, um,
0: which is where we're
1: living, where we're living and it is not cheap in this Valley. And so, um, you know, definitely there are jobs that we're passionate about and we do uh, find success and happiness in those, in those careers. Um, but I don't, I look as, as passion as something that, you know, um, can be anything, um, you could be painting, yeah. um, and be passionate about painting, but you may not be really great at painting and your paintings may not sell, but you have a passion for it. Um, so That's if you're okay. going to go into a, you know, a career course, um, you know, we might want to find and explore things that we, uh, we are interested in and that we do find passion in, but, um. That we can be successful uh, in a way that you know we can uh, pay our bills, basically. <laughs>
0: mm, yeah, because that's important. <laughs> that's so, important. So yeah. basically, what I'm seeing you, you say here is you, you've kind of got to take three things into account. Like, if you like it, that's maybe one thing. That's mm-hmm. cool. Um, but the second thing is, does it make money? And then, like, the third thing is, are you actually good at it? Right. Is it kind of? Were, were you kind of?
1: Good at it? Yeah. I mean, I think if, uh, if if there's something that you really enjoy doing and you do it you know, over and over, and you practice, Um, you know, they say that, uh, you know, um, uh, repetition is the mother of skill, right? So the more that you do something, you're going to get better at it, right? Like uh, Michael Jordan was, you know, someone that I grew up watching, and, and, you know, they asked him, how come you're so good? You know, there's God-given abilities, and uh, one of his answers was uh, practice, you know, just if you practice uh, and you love what you do, um, you're going to be good at it.
0: Okay. Yep. Hmm, interesting. So I got, a, I got a question for you that, this, uh-huh. that I got hit with the other day, and I, I wonder what you think of this. Uh-huh. If you had only two options to choose, one where you could work like 80 hours a week uh, – where you had to work like 80 hours a week uh-huh. um, at something you did not like but, and, and, you, and you had to do it at least five to ten years – but then after then, you would, you would have a recurring income of $400,000 a year for the rest of your life, um, and you could do what you want after that. If you could do that or you could choose and find a career that you're passionate about and you work at least eight hours a day, but you have to stick with it for the rest of your life, which option would you choose?
1: Uh, I would choose option two because I, mm-hmm. I look at success as finding happiness in what you do. Uh-huh. Um, and that will equal success because uh-huh. you uh, will look forward to doing that job. Um, it'll, it'll not only be uh, fulfilling, but physically healthier for you. Because if you have to do something for five or 10 years that you don't enjoy doing, even if you make a lot of money, all that money you make might go to medical bills, right? And psychiatry. Uh-huh. Because, um, you know, the wear and tear on the body um, to just have that that income to last you for the rest of your life. Uh, A lot of football players, you know, they're passionate about playing football. But these guys, some, you know, they said the average lineman only lives to about 54. Wow. Right? So they literally, and they could play up till they're 35. So their lifespans are very short. So they make a lot of money and, you know, uh, are set for the rest of their lives. Mm -hmm. But how do they live the rest of their lives? They live the rest of their lives in pain. They live the rest of their lives, um, you know, maybe with brain damage, um, so does the benefit outweigh the risk? Yeah. So I always look at what is the benefit and what is the risk, right? So if there's something that you're doing that can make you a lot of money, is it worth it? I mean, if someone says, George, I'll give you $10 million, but you're going to have to sit in a wheelchair for the rest of your life. No, thank you, sir. Uh-huh. I think I'm I'm going to just live the way that I live, and, wow. and I'll find a way, you know, because there's always a ways to a means, right? Mm, wow. It's not a it, – a ways to a means is never um, – it's not – the end yeah you know um it's a journey right so we want to we always want to be on a journey it's not we don't want to we don't have to we don't want to we don't want to take stops and pit stops and things it's not you know it's not the ways to to the the end of something um it's like dieting you know we want to um we want to create like healthy lifestyles that you that you live and not diet where it's structured and you have to stop and then i don't know decide what you do from there Mm -hmm. so life is kind of like that it's a you want to have a way of life, right? That continues. Um, that's going to keep you healthy. It's going to keep you keep you more stable mentally, um, and ultimately, I think that you'll be happier in the long run. Because sometimes they say, more money, more problems, right?
0: Hmm. Oh, that's interesting. And you would know because you, you're in Silicon Valley, and you have people Absolutely. coming to you with chronic pain. Absolutely. Do you see and, a lot of that coming from, you see that a lot coming. You, I think you said that you see different chronic pains coming from uh, careers, I see, like someone at a desk all day.
1: Absolutely. So people work in Silicon Valley, um, which is a highly competitive environment. Um, you know, the, the, the pay is, is, is good. Um, at this uh, Right now, it seems like the pay is really good, but it's not great anymore because uh, apparently, you know, if you're making $120,000, you're considered low income, right, in the Bay Area. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty crazy. But, um, yes, I see a lot of young people come in with a lot of, like, uh, neck issues, low back issues, wrist issues, because uh, these guys pay well, Um and nothing to you know put down you know Apple or Facebook um, or any of the, of, of these uh, you know these dot com companies or the Silicon because they're very innovative and create a lot of things that make our lives better. But at the same time, um, can you know they create there's issues that are created. Because of that. And and some of the issues are people that work in those type of jobs because um, uh, they're repetitive stress injuries, right? It's something that you're, our bodies aren't made to do the same thing. Like typing at a computer all day? Like typing day. at a computer all day. I mean, people are typing 8 to 10 hours a day. Um, they're getting carpal tunnel syndrome. They're getting not only shoulder neck issues, low back issues. um and these things that uh, become chronic, and when you have chronic pain, means you're gonna have that pain forever. And so basically, what I do, which oh, we'll talk yeah. about later, will be how to manage that chronic pain.
0: That's really interesting. Yeah. I didn't. Know. So, and and how young do you see people coming to you with chronic pain? Oh,
1: I see people coming in, you know, 25 years old, 24 years old, and so 21 they're gonna have,
0: years old, and they're gonna have that pain for the rest of their life.
1: Um, or they they, they will. Like, I mean, I they're. I mean, you you can manage it. I mean, yeah. you can build uh, strength, right? Yeah. By you know. Build, You know, working on building, uh, uh, working on strengthening and building stability in the body to improve mobility and not not, uh, compromise mobility of a joint. Uh So you can stabilize it and make it stronger. Um, Will you still have a little pain there? Sure. I mean, the pain could start off at an eight or a nine and it'll go down to two or three. Right. Mm -hmm. You're still going to have the pain, but it's not going to be high. But it's never going to
0: fully. What's up? But it's never going to fully. Go in? Uh, it it, it can't say so
1: people go to a zero, but in life, we're going to have aging pains in general. So when you're oh, 20, yeah. 30, 40, 50, 60, you're going to have pains that are just going to be part of your life because you're aging, right? Yeah. I mean, people after 25, and it's it's not a disease that you, you get like um, like cancer or anything, but yeah. it's called de- degenerative disc disease. And yeah. um, everybody gets it after 25. It's just your body just starts to break down, right? Because you're getting older. I mean, if you see a 20 year old, uh man and then you see an eighty year old man, you know, both healthy, yeah. but you're gonna see one isn't able to do the things he used to do when he was twenty, right? Mm. So our bodies do change and we're gonna have aging pains. Um and we just have to, you know, it's just like a it's like a like a car. You know, we have to maintain it. We mm. have to, you know, do the upkeep to make sure that it functions properly so that we have better quality lives, right? Mm. And so pain management is basically working with people that don't know how to manage their pain. Um Mm-hmm. and get you know get them off of their meds or learn how to manage them better where they're not you know doing too much and and getting in becoming more active and getting them to actually be part of their uh of their treatment right mm-hmm. so they own they they own their treatment they treat themselves right yeah. cuz you can go to PT but you only go once or twice a week you know the programs I work in people are there for 6 weeks but after that you know they're on their own so we they have to you know we have to teach them and give them the tools so that they can you know um, live a better quality of life mm. even though they have chronic pain. Mm, got
0: yeah. it. Okay. Interesting. Okay. So then um, let's talk about so you what you define success as was finding happiness in what you do. Yes. All right. So let's talk about your journey from when you got out of high school. Unless you want to talk a little bit earlier than high school, if you think that. Um uh,
1: no I think I was just like a. I you know I just rode my skateboard my bike, um, you know just as as a kid. Man. Yeah, I grew up in San Francisco and. But you didn't think I'd too like, much about your career. Just... uh, you know I know I wanted to do something like uh, like was like be active. You know, like I didn't want I didn't want to wear like a suit and tie. <laughs> like I, I always thought that you know like I mean like working on cars was cool. I always wanted to, and so I did own my own Ooh. shop at one point. Oh um, really? I did in San Francisco on thirty nineteenth Street. Um, it was called the auto shop. So I, my dad had a shop, my mom had an antique store, and so I opened up my own shop and I was uh, I was like 22 years old. so, so was that af- was that after college? That was I I left Hayward State. Yeah, it was right after. It was like right after that. Oh, and so so it was, was that your first?
0: Was that your first career
1: move? That was my first business. Yeah, it was my first career. Did move. you have any jobs before that? I did. I was working uh, in I was working in the uh, automotive. I was working at like Sears Auto Center, uh-huh. but I had worked at my dad's shop and my mom's antique store. And so those are my jobs. And then <laughs> I opened up my own shop. And then I ended up working at dealerships for a while. So I was working as a service advisor. Um, pretty good paying job at the time. Um, those jobs at that time, I mean, they paid anywhere from, you know, five to $10,000 a month, you know, depending uh-huh. on, you know, how much. Well, that's pretty good for back then. Oh, those it was right? really good. It was great. I mean, I was I was young and I was like, <laughs> man, I you know, I loved water skiing, boating, sailing and, you know, all that stuff. And yeah. so I was able to do all those things yeah. at a young mm-hmm. age and. You know, it was, it was oh, pretty awesome. it was pretty cool, you know, and I knew a lot about cars because I worked at my dad's shop since I was a little kid, ah. you know, building, rebuilding carburetors, doing brake jobs, like, when I was, like, 9, 10, 11 years old, you know.
0: But didn't, and when you are in college, didn't you major in business? That's what my
1: initial uh, major was business, yeah. I transferred oh, yeah. from uh, College of San Mateo to Cal State Hayward and had a business school there, yeah. and I found out I hated it. <laughs> I just was like, I, economics class, I mean... I just was just like, this is, it's not fun. This is, it wasn't fun for me. I'm like, what's going on? You know, like I'm not enjoying like schools. It's supposed to be like this difficult and stressful. And I thought I was going to have to leave school because I was, I was like, I can't do this major. And, you know, got you know, God bless the, uh, uh the counselor at the time was like, you can study whatever you want, man. Like you can change your major. You can do it. I go, you well, thought what? you'd
0: get kicked out of college for doing Yeah, Yeah,
1: like I just thought I got accepted <laughs> as a business major. So now like if I change it, like I'm done. And he's like, no, he goes, what do you want to study? I go, well, I want, to study like, I, want to, I want to study like physical education. I want to be a PE teacher. And he goes, well, I'll do that. He goes, what electives do you like? I go, I don't know. Like I studied rock and roll history, art history, African-American <laughs> history. I studied uh, football theory, baseball theory, whatever. You know, just all these fun electives. And I, you know, you, you, have, you enjoy studying that and so you excel a little bit more. And then you kind of evolve and, and start discovering things that you didn't know that you liked, until you do it. I mean, you mm-hmm. kind of, it's kind of, you know, it's like take it's like that Pepsi challenge, you know, does Pepsi taste better than Coke? I don't know, you got to try it, right? You got to, you got to taste them, you see which know. one. Mm. I mean, some people like Coke better than Pepsi. I don't drink soda, so I mean, it doesn't really matter to me, right? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I like orange juice, so I'm like, okay, well, that's not on the list, but yes, you can tell the difference. The thing is, juice. yeah, <laughs> so you know, we try to make healthier choices, but uh, I'm not saying that I. Didn't, but, like, yeah. when I was a kid, I, I would have to say I liked Coca-Cola more than Pepsi. <laughs> <laughs> Just to be <laughs> honest, like yeah, team. I mean, that was, yeah. you know, when yeah. you're a kid, who doesn't like soda, right? Yeah, of course, yeah, yeah.
0: So, so you wanted to be a PE teacher, mm-hmm. but then, um, why'd you decide to start a car shop? Uh, uh, car well, shop instead? It, it the opportunity came up,
1: you know, and I, I knew about, you know, cars, and, uh, it was an opportunity, and I thought that, you know, hey, I could start a business, um, then have somebody run the business you know cuz i went to business school and yeah. you know they they teach you a lot of things um and then you apply those things right yeah. but business school doesn't it doesn't it's not real life so they, mm-hmm. they teach you concepts and how things you know how you how you would start a business you know how you you go to city hall you get a name you got to you know you got to get a license you got to get your tax license you got to yeah. you know put a name in a in a in a paper to make sure nobody has that name and it's got to go there for a month so you learn a lot of things How businesses run, but when you actually get in there, you have to realize to have business, you got to have customers. So you got to make money. No money, no business. And then you have no house or your apartment's gone. So they don't teach you all that part. You know, Um, they just teach you how how to do business. So you thought like
0: I'm set. I've got a business. Pretty much, I'm going to start
1: this business. I'm going to go back to school. Do what I want. I'm somebody. Manage that. You know. You know. I was young, and you know, I. You know, I was a, I was a, you know, I was a dreamer, man. Like I, you know, I looked at things, I, you know, I imagined possibilities all the time. You know, so and you just sometimes you just close your eyes and you just imagine things, and and that's what kind of makes things possible. Is people just kind of like a dream that you know becomes reality.
0: You know? Mm. So how long did you do that for?
1: Um, I was there at that shop for like uh, five years. So okay. I ran it for five years, and then then did you get out of the auto industry? Yes, yeah, so, then no, then I went worked as a service advisor for um, got another. I don't know, God, must have been maybe like four years or five years, and yeah. then um, I went back to school and started studying, uh, like, my, fr- I was, I, you know, I was kind of in a crossroad, I, I, you know, I worked as a counselor at a group home with, like, you know, troubled youth, you know, we're talking gang members from, oh, wow. um, yeah, like Crips, Bloods, Norteños, Sudeños, White Pride, like Blausking, whatever, you know, it was the whole thing, and, oh, wow. and you know, so, well, it was a friend who goes, yeah, you'd be good at, like, you know, working with the kid, and, so I was in to exercise and stuff. So I was teaching them that, and you know, all kinds of stuff. You know how to. Oh, you're teaching them how to like take care of their body, take care of themselves, oh, really? just in general, like how to clean, cook, all that stuff. Uh, but it was um, it was a, it was a, it was a job that I definitely didn't have the experience and um, you know was qualified to do because um, yeah, it was it was really tough. I lasted maybe four months there. I really? I had, to, I had to resign. I had to, Is I had it to, too hard? Uh, well, you know, kids are. Um, they're, they're, they're pretty violent. A lot of these kids are drive-by mm-hmm. shooters, um, attempted murderers. Wow. Um, yeah. Like, you know, they didn't, they bur- burglarized and robberies. So mm-hmm. robbery is, the difference between a burglary and a robbery is, a robbery is when you actually ro- take something from a person. Like, say you, you, you're held at gunpoint. Yeah. That's being robbed. A burglary is when someone sneaks in your house and you're not home. But they've done robbery. So these are robberies um, (laughs) and burglaries, and so uh, and then you have to pat them
0: down before they come to a. Oh, they would. Oh, I'd have
1: to check for contraband, and uh, (laughs) you know, the last before I resigned, uh, a couple kids snuck out and beat up a kid, and uh, I had like five police officers with lights flashing in my eyes, uh, waking me up, telling me that two of the kids that I was supposed to be watching in the middle of the night snuck out, and so. My argument was, well, that's what's called sneaking out, right? You're not, you don't know that things. If I knew they left, I would have called. one would have called when you guys and I said, "Hey, two kids just ran out the window," but I was sleeping. You know, it's like this is the middle of the night
0: and they're sneaking. And
1: so they, you know, they gave me a hard time, and then I was, I didn't do anything wrong, and so the next morning I just, I, I uh, you know, letter, signed a letter, you know, wrote a letter of resignation and left. Um, and then I started looking. It's like, what, you know, what do I? What do I want to do? And somebody, you know, it was uh, actually a girlfriend of mine. She's like, why don't you go into training? And I was like, what do you mean? She's like, training? Like, you teach everyone exercise. You've taken all these classes. And and so um, I started off with uh, the uh, regional occupational program in, uh, in San Mateo County. And they offered um, a course that was um, like sports therapy, fitness technician. Yeah. And basically went through all of, you know, like physical therapy, chiropractic, athletic trainer, um I mean, even uh, like medical stuff like MRIs uh, and surgical technicians because Skyline and and, uh, Foothill, I'm not sorry, Foothill, but Kenyatta College had programs there. Um, So it gave us a lot of options to explore and to see, you know, everyone in the class to see, hey, what direction do you want to go in? And so that's when I started to like discover, you know, what I liked, what I didn't like, and and what I wanted to do, you know. And that, that was kind of the beginning of it. I mean, and it, and it evolved from there, you know, because, you know, you, you start learning different things and you start finding out, like, what you're good at and what you're not, what you like, what you don't like. So, they... they, it's they like would, dating.
0: Oh, really? <laughs> so, it was kind of like you got to date a bunch of different careers. Like, pretty you, much. You got to see... You, would it, did you get to see what it's like to be a chiropractor and mm-hmm. and things like that? And would yeah. you just like shadow them for like a? Yeah.
1: uh yeah, a I would. I would. I would shadow them. I would work with you know the patients. You know, like you know, do check ins, um, check vitals, oh. vital signs, you know, like blood pressure, things like that. Um, and that was enough. To I give would you, do like, soft tissue, like massage. You know, get them ready. Yeah, you see, and then the chiropractor was pretty repetitive, and you're just like, "Yep, now I need <laughs> a little something more, where I could be a little bit more creative." Yeah, you know, like oh. working with people and the dynamics of of. Know, behavioral change and things like
0: that. And then when did it? When did you get pretty clear? Were you like, okay, I know, I know what's interesting. Um, was that during college or after college? Uh, I was way after. I don't oh, think really? it, it, things ever became
1: like really clear. Yeah. I think we're always we're always searching and you know discovering new things. You know, I think we learn something about ourselves. You know, um, every day and, and so, yeah. see. There's things that um, I think it's called Jehovah's Windows. There's, there's, it's, a, there's, there's things that. You know about yourself that nobody knows, and there's things that people know about you that you don't know about yourself, right? Uh-huh. And so you start learning from that. People will give you feedback. Hey, George, you know, like maybe you talk too much, or hey, you don't listen. It's like, oh, I didn't know I did that. See, these yeah. are things that people tell you about yourself. You're like, I had no idea. But then there's things you know about yourself, like, okay, I you know, I'm a, I know I'm a nice person, or I know what you know, pisses me off. You know, you know those things about you. It's like, oh, I hate people that are rude yeah. or, you know, or, or people that are mean or people that torture animals. It's like, I know that yeah. I don't like that. I know mm. that about myself, you know, yeah. but I didn't know that I talked too much. I just thought I was talking because you were you know, <laughs> <laughs> right? So, that's the thing. I, you know, you, you learn from people about yourself, um
0: <clears throat> you know, it's just,
1: just feedback, you
0: know, mm-hmm. that's it. So, you're, so you so it's not like there was one point where you're like, oh, I've got everything figured out. It's like, it, so it was it like you started to have like different clues like, oh, I kind of like this, and then you yeah, start exploring yeah, it, and yeah. then like I kind of like that. And I mean, there, I mean, there was a couple aha moments there,
1: you know, um, yeah. where you kind of go, wow, okay, I, you know, I, you know, I'm I'm liking this, you know, like I'm you know getting a lot of positive feedback, um, you know, uh, people are you know are responding well to the way that I that I do things and. Um, you know, so I kind of stuck with that and people also gave me, there was constructive criticism there, which you have to accept in any, any job or career, um, that, you know, you might be really good at a lot of things, but you, know, you can't be good at everything. I mean, we can try to be, we can try to do our best, but we're going to make mistakes, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. but without mistakes, I mean, you really don't learn, you know, mm-hmm. so you learn from your mistakes, but like yeah. any, like any person that will tell you that's successful, they have failed, right? Mm. They have failed, they have made mistakes, and that's how you learn, right? Mm. I so, mean, like, when you when you were a little kid and you touched that hot pan, guess what? You learned that you don't <laughs> touch that anymore, right? That's your hurt.
0: Oh, yeah, definitely. So, you know, it hurts. Mm. So, so that's, a, sure. that's an interesting way to, to view yeah. a career, too. It's not like, like, to see yourself as, like, a little kid. Like, you're trying different things. You're still learning about the world. Pretty...
1: You get out in the real world, um, you know, nobody's, nobody's teaching you nothing. You're learning, you're on your own right Mm -hmm. so you get into a job and you find out like oh i want to be i want to be a stockbroker and you find out it's cutthroat like this guy (laughs) this guy's your friend you're going out you're going out for drinks but he'll take he'll take your clients he'll do that and do you want to be in that environment or are you going to be like that type of a person and Mm -hmm. if you if you are and you can be then that's what you want to do then Mm -hmm. fine if money motivates you to to be that person well then that that's your that's your path Mm -hmm. but if that's not something or part of your personality I mean, you'll figure it out real fast and then you're going to move on with your life. You're going to say, well, that's not for me. You know, and people, you know, they say nowadays people change their career three to five times in their lifetime. Or they change their career, not just a job, but what they're doing for a living. And And it happens because people get into something and, you know, they, you know, maybe it's a physical job and then they say, hey, you know what? you know i i can't do this job anymore you know i did construction to my you know i'm i'm on my back sort my my shoulders i got maybe i'm gonna you know i'm gonna teach that or you know or maybe i'm going to uh you know and going to you know real estate agent and sell property you know i know everything about building it and so i can explain you know what this house is or whatever it may be you know so you kind of evolve into your career and you know some people go from you know being this this uh you know, stockbroker, and then they go into consulting, where it's a little bit less stressful, less you know, um, I say it like sharkish, where you know it's cutthroat, to more of you know, like you're gonna help people, you know, uh, learn their craft, you know, be good at it, and you know, hopefully teach you know some some ethics, and, mm, some cool. ethics in there. Yeah. So
0: when you when you got out of college, did you did you start were you physical therapist immediately or no 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 it I, I no.
1: Um, <laughs> I was I I started that I started my I was working you know I was, I was working uh well, I was working at Sears Auto Center and then I was working at El, uh, Las Amigas Elementary and oh, it was okay. an after school program. Reading PE. It was basically recreational director. Oh, okay. So basically I it was, it was like five to nine year olds and I was teaching them how to play football, t ball, basketball, soccer, <laughs> like you know like any sport and yeah. just running, exercising. That was it. Yeah. Because that's what I like to do and oh. so uh, yeah it was fun. I was like you know. It was, I was in my, I was like, yeah, I was like 20, 21, and then I started my shop shortly after that.
0: Oh, okay. But then I, I, I was... Back. Oh, I mean the second time you went back to college.
1: Oh, the second time? Yeah. Um, yeah, so when I went back the second time, it was more to get like my uh, the prerequisites for
0: my MRI technology stuff. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So that was when you are getting interested in the MRI technology.
1: Yeah, so I went to San Francisco State, and it was like okay, this is a kinesiology program, you know, for the physical therapy. And, yeah. um, so then I worked as a, a PT aide, so a physical therapy aide, and it was like, oh, you know, I liked it. It was, you know, people I worked with were great. Um, mm-hmm. it just, I just found that it was just, it, it wasn't for me. I was like, you know, I don't, I, I just didn't see myself doing that. And then I met an MRI tech and then, um, you know, she was like, yeah, this is great. Gave me some information on it. And, you know, I went and looked it up at Kenyatta and, started taking the prereqs for that. Oh, wow. Yeah, so it was like... Well, then, yeah, so then, you know, there's a bunch of different things that happened at that time because I was working, living on my own, and so, you know, things get a little complicated when that happens as an adult going back to school, Mm -hmm. living on your own. You must have been been pretty busy. What's that? You must have been pretty busy. I was busy. I was full, full schedule completely. (laughs) I don't know. I look back and it's like everything was... It was the way the schedule was set. It had to be, like, perfect. (laughs) There was... and if I went through it now, it's just so complicated. It's like I worked from this job, from this time, this time. I went to school from 8 to 12. Then I, I, it took me an hour to get to job. So I would get to the job at like, like 1 o'clock or 1.30, 1.30 to 5, and then I would study. And then the next day, I would go to school from 8. To, and then the other job started from 2 to 6. And then I worked. To, so it was just like wow. big, like, it was a schedule, you know. It was a very fine-tuned schedule. And wow. it allowed me to work. back then like I mean God was my rent I think I think I I was sharing an apartment uh, with with a friend of mine who's playing baseball at at one of the community colleges and so it was like 250 bucks oh really yeah and so like (laughs) getting your own apartment like this is in Burlingame was like 650 bucks okay for like a one bedroom like a really nice one yeah now that apartment you know it's like 3,000 (laughs) dollars so so things were more possible than you know to be independent to go to school to learn to work to you know Pay your pay your bills. Now you know, like career path. Um, you know, you almost under a lot of pressure of, of finding out what you want to do right away, yeah. Or else, um, you know, your time's going to run out. It's never too late to change right. or, or to yeah. decide anything. But the way the Bay Area is set is you um you you only have so much time and so much money to really be able to stay afloat. Or you That's know, if you if you're lucky, either you have parents or family that yeah. you can stay with that can help you kind of you know yeah. Um, yeah, yeah you know, take over some of those expenses that you don't have to, that you can't really afford, mm. then you can focus on the school. Back, like I said, back then it was easier. Now, um, it's it's just more challenging. So, mm. you know, you have, a lot of, lot of people that I know and, you know, younger people that i worked with, they're like, you kind of have to find your career path, get on it and, and go, which is, mm. you know, makes it a little, little difficult in a way where, I mean... Are you doing the right thing? Is this something that you want to do? I mean, mm. are you happy? Yeah. Um, you know, you got to ask yourself a lot of questions. Yeah. Some people go through it and they find out, I hate it. You know, I had a friend a long time mm-hmm. ago, became an attorney because his dad was an attorney. Yeah. And he's not an attorney anymore. But oh, really? He, he decided to go into like real estate and he made a lot more money. <laughs> but he was just like, he didn't like it. He's like, I hate it. I did it just because my father was, uh, was an attorney. It's hard to do a good job if you hate the work, right? Yeah, that was the only person I know that, did that. most people that I know that said to be an attorney. They're still attorneys, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. like or lawyers, whatever. And uh, I said, "Damn, that's crazy." You went to all that school. I go, "What?" And he's like, "But he goes, he was happy." I go, "Hey, you know what, man? Whatever
0: makes you happy." Mm, yeah, that's, that's really important. important. So, you know, so, so, so the second time uh-huh. you you were working at the same time and studying. So when you finished studying, mm-hmm. what 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 did you do to get started then
1: in your in your newer career? So basically. Um, I was working, you know, working you know, as a you know MRI tech. I was still working in a gym training. I had been training since two thousand, like two thousand, and um, you know, as, as a as a fitness trainer. Yeah. And the MRI job just was like, I, I you know I I really enjoyed it, but my idea of it was not to be working by myself. I thought I'd be working with another person, and you know, in a hospital setting. And I was working in an outpatient, and that you know I just. It just uh, you know I you know got bored, and also I wasn't getting enough like hours to like pay bills, you know, and so it was like per d m kind of deal, and then you know I was just like, wow, you know i you know i need I need to do something, I need to pay my rent and it was just you know I had sold like mostly all, like all my stuff that I had just to keep stay afloat, so I didn't have to borrow any more money and so um this this job popped up and it was um about a, fun- a functional restoration program um that helps people in chronic pain and um and they described it as having experience in physical therapy and fitness training and I was like well I have both of those and so uh, I you know I asked uh, you know email not emailed you know at that time I you know faxed my my resume <laughs> What's over that? and uh, yeah, yeah i was like faxing what is it do they have those stills like I think they did that they do and they have scanners and stuff we still do that so um, you faxed them your resume yeah and then they they called me they're like yeah come on in for an interview so it's like uh they did you know a couple panel interviews and they asked me uh my you know obviously from my experience on my resume and then uh i basically you know said uh yeah so what's you know this job about they said well everything that you've learned and that you do um we don't do any of that here <laughs> I mean, some of it some of the exercises stuff.'" But it's totally different. I'm like, oh, wow, okay, that's, so what do you guys do? Like they <laughs> on, you know, they, we help people with chronic pain uh, get their lives back. It's, it's a multidisciplinary type of uh, program, right? Or yeah. interdisciplinary, sorry, uh, pain management program. Yeah. So they're interdisciplinary, uh, basically, you're working with psychologists, you're working with doctors, you're working with trainers, you're working with physical therapists, yeah. Um. As a team, and there's, so there's education, there's physical part, um, you know, to get, you know, make, get the mind and body connected to understand what's going on with them, um, with themselves, and to learn how to manage their pain. Um, because there's no, you know, a lot of times people come in and say, Are you guys going to fix me? Well, <laughs> chronic pain, is, there's no fixing. You know, if you have a three-level fusion in your back or, yeah. you, you know, you have a busted knee or shoulder, it's always going to hurt, you know. You're always going to have a little pain, but it mm-hmm. doesn't have to be high. It doesn't mm-hmm. have to be a seven or eight or a ten. Yeah. I mean, you can keep it at a three. Sometimes it'll be a zero. Sometimes people go, hey, I didn't feel any pain the other day, mm-hmm. you know, because they're strengthening it. They're doing things that are, di- that are distracting them from that pain. Mm, so this practice approached it totally different. It's just, it's just, it's completely different. They've been, and it's been around now. It's like, oh, God, maybe 20 or 30 years, but, you know, it was fairly new at that time. Like it was, it was still kind of like, not in its infant stage, but it was, it was getting out of that. And, um, you know, more practices started open. Now there's like, there's a bunch of them, you know, in the East Bay, I mean, there's, you know, like, uh, you know, like. Working for one, you know, um, I work for one, there's one, there's one in San Mateo, there's one, there's ones in the East Bay that, you know, and then there's a lot of small clinics that open up their own uh, FRP programs, which are called functional restoration programs. Oh, interesting. Um, But that, but when
0: you first did it, it was pretty early on. uh, It
1: was, yeah, it was, I'd never even heard of it. Um, So when you first heard of it, what
0: did you think? I was like, like,
1: yeah, like, I mean, I want to learn, I want to know. It's like, what's, you know, what, what kind of patients are we dealing with? And yeah. And definitely, it, it's different, you know, because mm. there's a the psychological component um, is a, a big part of, um, you know, dealing with people with chronic pain, which is, you know, it's not a, I mean, I, I mean, I guess it could be an epidemic. I mean, it's a big in the U.S. Chronic pain is, is oh, huge. Really? Oh, there's. I mean, I mean, you know, we're talking in the thousands of people, you know, um, that live with chronic pain every day, right? Mm. Um, they, there's been articles in Time magazine about it, um, you know. Hence the, you know, the opioid. Uh, issue that's going on because of chronic pain. People thought, okay, let's just hand people pills and then you know, build up a tolerance and they're taking more pills instead of exercising, actually being proactive and mm. strengthening the body and, and, and getting it stronger. Instead, people are taking the medicines and not doing anything and their body's getting weaker and they're actually increasing their pain mm. because your body builds a tolerance. And so, what happens? You become more sensitive to pain because okay. your body stops producing. Or slows down the production of like the endorphins and things that are like natural painkillers right yeah because our bodies actually produce painkillers that are stronger than some of the strongest opioids out there really absolutely absolutely i didn't know that yeah so when your body it's just like testosterone if you start putting steroids in your body your body stops producing testosterone and so what happens is the loop system shuts down and so your body depends on it putting it because it goes, why should I make it because it's already being put inside me? So mm-hmm. when you start taking the opioids, you have to keep going higher and higher because the body stops producing its own. So you actually become more sensitive to pain the more oh, medicine wow. you take because you're not doing anything to strengthen your body. You're you're making your body more sensitive, right? Mm-hmm. So if you were construction and you always wore gloves and then one day you had to work without gloves, would you get blisters? Because your hands aren't tough, right? They're not, they're not built to work. Oh, awesome. Same way with your body and your system. Same thing with your body. You gotta build tolerances. Interesting. So you gotta so, build a tolerance to pain. Like some people have high pain tolerance, some people have low. Yeah. You have to build tolerances to sitting, standing, lifting stuff, hmm. right? You have to build these tolerances. Walking, it's yeah. like I have to I have to you know, I have to walk to the bathroom. Yeah. So people are like I can only walk five minutes, it's like what if there's a fire <laughs> you know, I can't walk stairs. It's like what if you you're in a building uh-huh. and the elevator breaks. We well, you need to there's things that that we need to do functionally that are so important that we take for granted that um, could be you know these life or death situations, right? Mm. And so you have to do that. So yeah. the body, has, the body is made to move. Mm-hmm. You know, in the past when there was a surgery or someone got injured, it was like rest, rest, rest. But now it's like no, right, as soon as you're done, they got you moving. Mm. They want to get that body part going. They want the healing. They want you know get to get it
0: back to uh, as normal function as possible. Right? Interesting. Yeah. Wow. So so to, to join that practice did, did they have to tra- retrain you or, or No teach, you just kinda kind learn it was on,
1: on the job training. Oh on um, there's just on the job training. Yeah. I mean you But there's just a different
0: approach, right? Yeah there's
1: just a different approach. It's like, you know, how would you deal with a patient that says something hurt when they did it? What would you do? It's like, well, usually you would say, um, you know, uh, oh okay, well then don't do that. That would be a normal <laughs> response. Like, okay, well, if that hurts, don't do it. But with people with chronic pain, of course it's gonna hurt. It's like what kind of like not all pain equals damage, right? Oh. So some pain, like if I cut my hand, yeah. oh, that's damage. I just damage, but yeah. Like if I just you know like I just have this pain in my hand, it's like did I do damage? No. Like if I had a shoulder no. injury and I just move my shoulder, it's like oh my god that hurt. <laughs> did I do damage? No. So oh. people have this fear of re-injury, or they they feel that movement will cause damage, but it doesn't. That pain mm-hmm. signal. It's just a signal that the body's just going. Oh, okay, something's going on here. Nothing's going on there, Hmm. right? So we're trying to change those neural pathways, right? The way that interesting because basically it's it's, not just the body. The the mind, the mind interprets what pain is, right? So the nervous, the nerves, they sense something. So here, I I know I'm pinching myself. If I put my hand over a hot candle, I know that's that's hot because it's these are sensors that fire off right away, right? Uh, So chronic pain is just you know kind of a malfunction in the map system. Of the of the way wow. the brain works, so it's the interpretation of okay, what is what do you think pain is? You like, do you think, um, like, if you touch that, is that like putting your hand on like a hot iron, or is it put in on a soft pillow? Yeah, you would be like, oh, it's a soft pillow, okay, so that doesn't hurt you, no. But if doesn't. your
0: brain thought it touching, this but is if like you a think
1: virgin. you you think like. Oh, my wrist. Okay, if you had a wrist injury, you're like, oh, my, I think I hurt my wrist. It's like, no, you didn't. You touched a soft pillow that's not causing, it's not damage. So there's no, so, so you have to, you know, kind of re-educate people on what, like, pain is that's causing damage and what, you know, pain is that is just, you know, a, a signal that your body sends to your brain that says something's going on. Hmm. And we have to have pain signals because otherwise we'll end up, we'll end up killing ourselves because mm. we'll end up grabbing hot pans and putting our hands in fires and, you know, if we didn't feel pain, right? Yeah.
0: yeah. Mm. Like
1: if you bumped yourself, you'd be like, oh, my God. Or you cut yourself. You didn't know you cut yourself wide open. Yeah. But if you're like, oh, my God. You look, okay, I'm hurt. Yeah. So you have to have pain. If you didn't, you would yeah. have, you'd have have bruises all over your body. I mean, you, know, you snap your knee and you try to walk on it. Pain mm. just kind yeah. of says, hey, you probably shouldn't do that. <laughs> so that's where people with chronic pain get confused as they feel pain. They think, okay, stop. Yeah, when they first did it, of course. Yeah, you know, if you fell off a you know two story building or a ladder, but after that, you know after you healed, yeah. you know it's been a couple years, you still have pain, but you don't have any damage. Wow. So that's a different yeah. oh, I never
0: understood
1: yeah. that like that. So that's the thing. So, so. It's getting people to understand that, and then you know, so you build confidence, and 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 so that they know that it's safe. What they're doing is safe to do. Mm-hmm. Um, they know that they need to strengthen their bodies. Um, they know that you know, um, what they're doing isn't harmful, right? Mm. And oh, people learn that. And then, you know, they go, hey, you know, I'm going to go camping this weekend. I haven't done that in three years. Mm. And I used to do it all the time. I mean, I've had people, like, some of the goals are just to be able to barbecue because they barbecue with their family and they're the cook. Oh, wow. But they can't stand more than 20 minutes. Barbecuing is, you know, probably a few hours, right? Uh, Sitting there barbecuing,
0: whatever. That must be pretty satisfying to... Be able to come to the place where they can now. Yeah, because people. Oh,
1: you'd be you'd be surprised how happy people leave. They're like, Hey, I know I'm gonna have my pain. I understand. I I live. I have chronic pain. I'm gonna live with it, but I can still have a life. I can still enjoy my life, right? Wow, have a good quality life. Yeah.
0: So that was 18 years ago when you when you first started with that company, Mm -hmm. right? And then or not the company, but just on the journey.
1: Oh, that journey. Okay. Mm
0: -hmm. Okay. Yeah. And then, so you worked with them for eight or ten years. Uh, well different ones different ones but just
1: ah. work with uh working in gyms it's been eighteen years and then working in chronic pain clinics um it's been about it's about eight years. God. Okay, and then when you so first kind of evolved that's that's where the career oh, it started with the gyms and then yeah so the career path kind of it just kind of evolved right mm, that's cool you kind of like you talk to people you see what they're doing you kind of explore yeah. and I mean I know people that even now like that are my age that are going back to school to, to be nurses
0: right mm. oh wow.
1: You know, and they're, you know, they have kids that are grown and they're like, I, you know, I've always wanted to be a nurse. Hmm. It's never too late. You can always change your career. You just, like I said, it's just finding happiness in what you do. You might have found happiness in something, um, you know, that you've been doing for the last 10 years. And then you it's just it's not working for you anymore because, you know, things change. The market changes, um, you know, the way the business structure is run. Maybe that changes and, and you're just going, you know, I just I'm just not happy here. You know, I'm not happy doing this kind of job anymore, hmm. you know people it's just you know the whole the, the the atmosphere the environment so um you either change with it or you um you know you have a you have a like a backup plan right yeah yeah and maybe you always had uh you know a passion or or a dream or a goal of of going to nursing school or becoming a psychologist i have a friend as a trainer now he just got accepted to columbia he just left uh a week ago or two okay. weeks ago um and he got stepped at columbia university to work on psychology wow. you know and he worked as a trainer and so you know it's like wow that's 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 pretty awesome that's really cool yeah yep and he's you know i think he's got to be like 36 i think something like that so you know like you know later on you know you kind of figure out things as you go along sometimes you know mm-hmm. you don't always have to decide right then and there mm-hmm. um you know kind of you know explore you know hmm. enjoy the world a little bit discover like who you are and Find out what you like and find out what you don't like, because you know? mm. otherwise you could be stuck in something that you've done thirty years, and you should have probably stopped doing it twenty nine years earlier. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> and That's so it's bad. not a waste of time, but you know, yeah. you, you don't want you know you, those things can happen. Right? So it's did, kind of like a bad marriage sometimes, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, too long or a relationship. Yeah,
0: yeah, oh, definitely. <laughs> and then, so did you did you find career happiness in in what you're doing now or? Did you find career so wh- when did you find career happiness did you did you find a way to find it in the different things you were doing or did, did you kind of have to find the right fit to find career happiness or, or you uh, find happiness? the way the,
1: the way that I found it it just like I said just through like evolution man like you know just like how humans we've evolved to adapt to our environments um, you know to we've evolved into you know um, being more creative and 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 uh, you know developing technology and things like that um, it's just kind of, you, you know, how you say it, like you kind of found, or at least for myself, you kind of find that place where, you know, um, people respect, you know, your experience. Mm-hmm. People, uh, they, you know, they, they love you as a resource, right? Mm. Because of the experience that you have. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the feedback will be positive of, you know, people telling you, you know, hey, you're, you're really good at this. Um, you did a great job. And, uh, you know, we're really happy to have you, you know. Like, especially when, you know, say a company, you know, they lay off people, which has happened, um, because they get taken over by another company, and then you get a job within 48 hours, right? Mm Because, you know, someone calls and they know... that's an indicator. ...through your your network that, um, yeah, yeah, that somebody, you know, it's like, you know, uh, know, that you're wanted, you know. It's like, and I'd rather be something that somebody wants than something that somebody doesn't want, right? So Mm -hmm. if I was at a place and they didn't want me it's like why why would I be there why do I stay there you know it's mm-hmm. like good let, let me go then you know i'll go do something else mm-hmm. you know not i mean the same thing but you know or go somewhere else mm-hmm. right and so that's when you kind of find you're just like all right, I'm, you know i'm 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 happy i'm good yeah you know mm-hmm. like you you feel you don't feel stressed you, you look forward to going to work uh you you, you like the people or and love the people that you work with um and that's important, you know, because if when you get into a, a work environment, even if it's something that you really enjoy, an environment can change, and it could make your attitude change, you know, mm. um, which could make your your view um, or your outlook on success change as well. Um, mm. So you you know those are the dynamics that you have to deal with, even if you are, you know, successful and ha- and happy with what you do. Um, sometimes you know a, a change of of uh, Of environment um, will maintain that,
0: right?
1: Because you can be happy with what you do, but if you're in the wrong environment, um, you're not going to be happy.
0: Hmm. Yeah. Oh, interesting. So there's a lot of factors that go into it. Yeah.
1: It's it's life. You learn as you go along. Sometimes you know, Mm. and it's you know, and it's uh, pretty complex. You know, I mean, life is dynamic. I mean, we don't know, you know, who's going to walk into your life from one day to the next. You don't know who you're going to meet that's going to just kind of you know go wow like that's you know, that's interesting or you're interesting or that's amazing that you did that, you know, Mm. or you learn something about yourself that you never knew that, you know, you're capable of doing, you know, Mm. you know, like, I mean, with your feelings or communicating, you know, where maybe you weren't a good communicator before, now you're learning or you've learned, hey, you know what, when I just communicate or I I, I just kind of tell people things and, you know, um, let them know where I'm at, things are better, but (laughs) I didn't do that before, so, You do it now so you, you know you kind of you're just like basically he's just growing you know? mm. you're just maturing and growing and learning and and uh you know you just you know just trying to get you know trying to get better know, every day
0: so if if there's a 19 year old kid here and he's like he, he's confused about his life he doesn't know if he should go to college or not and he's, like, he's like i should have everything figured out and right. i don't have it figured out so from what i'm seeing what you're what you're saying now mm-hmm. it sounds like what you would be saying to him is first to be be patient because it it takes time to figure out different things yeah. and it takes time to grow. Yeah. And then second that that um, that it's it yeah I, I, that's the first thing I see is that's uh, being patient. Um, and, well, look and what yeah what would you what else would you? Say I mean, as, I
1: would say, you know I would always suggest I was like, what are your interests? What are you interested in? What do you what can you see yourself doing that you okay. would enjoy? I mean, yeah. it, and it could be something. I mean. You know, like working backstage at at a at a venue. Yeah. Like I love music. I like okay, cool, man. Like if, I mean, if they're a musician, okay, I like you know, but I'll work I work behind the scenes. Um, you know, they never know. They can end up being an engineer of the lighting or or the sound check guy or something like that. I mean, then or they may not like it at all. Just say, hey, you know, you 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 have a lot of time.
0: You uh-huh. know,
1: um, yeah, it 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 it's, it's always ideal if you can. Know what you want to do right away, and then get into it, and then kind of, and then move on with your life. But you know, you you know, you 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 have life, and you have time, and Mm. you know, um, sometimes just being a little patient and kind of learning and exploring, you you you'll fall into something that Mm. you never thought that you would you would uh, you would do. And Mm. you know, when you get there and you know, kind of establish yourself, you you'll be. I think you'll be a lot happier than if you kind of rush into something mm. and not, um, you know, think it through and, and you know, at least uh, like test the waters, you know. Mm. So if I was going to, if somebody was thinking of doing something that they weren't sure of, I'd suggest, hey, why don't you uh, volunteer to work in that place, um, you know, as like, you know, like a, like an internship and see if you like that environment. See if you like what they're doing, if that's something that interests you. is mm. something you see yourself doing. You know, um, and it may, may may not be something you might do right now. Uh, it might be something you might want to do later. But at least you have an idea, right? Mm. At least you te- you you know you tested the waters, and you've um,
0: so at least you're exploring and, and you're learning exploring, about yourself yeah. and the world. You're exploring. I
1: mean, yeah, and, and you know, and it's scary, because I mean, you don't know what what's what's out there. But I mean, they say you know, um, you know, you, you never know unless you try, right? It's mm. kind of like the lottery. You can you can't win the lottery unless you play the lottery. Yeah. so you got to buy a ticket. You know what I mean. So yeah. unless you, you know, check it out, you'll never, you'll never find out mm-hmm. right? what those things are all about.
0: I mm, awesome. I think that'd be pretty encouraging. Okay. And then, with all that we've talked about uh-huh. and everything, what's a question that you think would have been good for me to ask you that would be helpful for the people listening that maybe I didn't think of? A question that asked me? Yeah.
1: Well, I would have to say is. Uh, what, what gives you the energy to get up every day and do what you do? Ooh, that's a good one. What gives you the energy to? Well, up? you know, I would, I would have to say the, um, the energy would be to, you know, like knowing that you're changing people's lives. Um, mm. you know, I'm, I'm working in a place that I enjoy, right. um, you know, and, uh, and thank God I have a job, you know. <laughs> I mean, well, you know, all jokes aside, but yeah, yeah, just knowing that, like, you know, that you're making a difference in the world, and so getting up and and doing that and and being appreciated, you know, for it, mm-hmm. right? And you're doing um, a good job. Yep. And so, because mm-hmm. I mean, that's 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 half the battle is just getting out of bed sometimes, man. I think. <laughs> It's like oh my god! Once I'm up, I'm good. But you know, <laughs> but besides that, it could be you know it could be a bit of a challenge, you know. But mm. Especially during the winter, man. Summer's not that bad. Winter, <laughs> oof. Yeah, thank God for winter break, right?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, those are all the questions I had for you, and thanks okay. so much for taking the time. Yeah, man. Appreciate today. it. Yeah, definitely yeah. appreciate it. And that was uh, good. Let's let's see what type of impact this makes on people.
1: Yeah, hopefully uh, people don't fall asleep listening to me talk uh, <laughs> about everything. So. Anyway, yeah. All right. Bye-bye. All right, man.